Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Underhood Show presented by Mel Hamilton Ford. My name is Phil Nightingale. I'm the general manager here at Mel Hamilton Ford and Josh Profit, our service director, here to take your calls at 316-462-3673. Anyway, real quick, I I hope everyone's okay in Andover. Yeah. I haven't heard of anybody being seriously injured or any deaths, which is positive. I mean, you got to find the positive out of everything, even though this is a bad situation for the city of Andover. Uh, I've seen just a few pictures, Josh. It does not look good uh, from that part. So sorry about everything that happened there in Andover. Just glad that, uh, and I hope I'm saying that correctly. I don't think there was any deaths. I don't think any, uh, I think the worst I have heard is a broken leg. So uh, sorry for that person that had, had happened, but sorry for all these people who lost their homes or yeah. their, uh, maybe some pets have lost or something from that part. But uh, very sorry for the city of Andover. Uh, I know that the communities around you will will gather you up and help you wherever you can. And I know that uh, we need to help Andover and recover as best as possible we can. So uh, thoughts and prayers for everyone there in Andover from that part. So anyway, uh, we were in Salina last night trying to do a little round round racing. And I, Josh, I have never seen wind like that in my 57 years of life. It was so crazy. Uh, and it come out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, being up when we were up there in Salina and stuff too, and uh, as we pulled out of there, we finally canceled the races and stuff. And I told you I couldn't see you sometimes in front of my hood. It was kind of dangerous. So from I, the I, from the rain side of things, or it just wouldn't rain, wind. just dust. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get any rain uh, until I got back to Wichita. Once I rolled into about Park Cities, when the road started getting wet, and uh, didn't really rain in any rain until I got back on the two thirty uh, on the two thirty five uh, from that part. But yeah, it was crazy holding that rig down, going down the highway and stuff like that too. So I ran down I-35 thir- I with my flashers on for quite a while. Yeah. Just, just thinking so someone would run in the back of me and everything else too. But uh, crazy weather. I hope it's all behind us. Looks like we got a beautiful sunshine day out there. So, uh, hey, let's get the phones ringing. 316-462-3673. Anything alien your car, tires, brakes, batteries. Uh, anything in the new market, in the new automobile world. Anything about racing. We'd love to hear from you. Any questions whatsoever. 316-462-3673. That's the number to the front desk. Tell me to get patched, patched into God, I can't even spell that right, can I, Josh? <laughs> patched into the podcast, and we'll get you on the air, get your question, and get you a great price pack. And as always, Josh, what's in that package valued at over 130 bucks? So we're going to mail it out to you, but it's going to consist of the works, which is an oil change and tire rotation. We use Motorcraft oil and filter products here at Mill Hamilton Ford. While we're performing that, we're also going to complete a multi-point inspection on your vehicle, checking over the brakes, tires, steering, suspension, all the safety-related components, just making sure that vehicle's uh, ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. You'll also receive... Uh, $10 to Mel's Diner, so you can get yourself something to eat and drink while you're here with us at the big corner. Complete nitrogen for your tires, so you get all the great benefits that uh, nitrogen has to offer. And then a BG products package, which is going to consist of a can of MOA or motor oil additive for your engine oil, and then CFI for your fuel system. Again, just getting that vehicle geared up and ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. All right, 316-462-3673. Hey, let's get the phones ringing. Love to hear from you. And love to give away some price package from that part. Good morning, Jim Petty. Thanks for always joining. He's down in Atlanta, Georgia. Jim, what are you doing down there? Uh, let us know what you're doing. I bet you're doing something with racing. I bet. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess so too. I bet he is too. I don't know. Maybe we sent him down there to deliver a car. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, Jim, thanks for everything you do for Mel Hamilton Ford. I uh, really appreciate it. Everything else too. All the cars you deliver and everything else you do. And at the spur of the moment, we call you to go run race parts, different places, and stuff too. So, Jim Petty, thank you for always doing everything you can to help us go here at Mel Hamilton Ford. 
anyway, let's, you know, we, Josh, we always kind of wait to the last minute, but we need to talk about the, the guys that help us keep this show yeah. going. Big Corner Creative, all your advertising needs. Hey, it's not just a vehicle wrap company. It's a complete advertising company, web page design, Google advertising, traditional advertising, media, whatever it is to help advertise your business. And yes, vehicle wraps, race car wraps, window tent, uh, window perfs, anything in there to help you. And uh, granted, yes, we own Big Corner Creative and we do a lot of things and they help support this big mother mothership as we call it. Uh, but as those guys at Big Corner Creative say, just Google us. Uh, BG Products, uh, you know, Josh, my old generator kind of laid down on me. Yeah. And we, uh, I didn't really, I thought I'd put some additive in that thing this winter, but I guess I must not have. Uh, so Josh took my carburetor part, got sludge cleaned out of it. And, then, uh, I threw some 44 K and CF five in the tank yesterday and we headed up the slide and fired that thing up. And it, she surged for a little while, Josh, did it clean up finally, yeah. finally, finally cleaned up a little bit about an hour into that. So I, what that amounts to is that good 44 K went and did some cleaning and the four and the CF five did a little protecting. You may find this hard to believe, but I think it might be, uh, due to the, dusty environment that that thing oh, was running around no. in all the time so uh no. i think we were what was it last year the air conditioning maybe wasn't working the greatest up on the roof of that thing. i don't remember and, what happened there either do you uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know somebody took a mud bath yeah with, with an air remember. gun who was that yeah up on the roof of that thing for sure but uh yeah, yeah. it there's 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 a little bit of dust around in that whole environment for there sure. is and you're right up i probably lack a little you know i keep that oil change i yeah, do know I that i'll say that but uh, as far as some of that other preventative maintenance, I'm probably a little lacking on that generator and that AC unit because I just let her go. Yeah. You know, it's, like, it's the last thing I think about and everything else, too, from that part. But uh, but those BG products do a great job. I love what BG does, our great partnership with those guys. We give them cars every week to take to their R&D uh, place to actually do the products, run the stuff, and uh, put them on the dynos and see how much better they do and everything else, too. So. Love the partnership with BG Products. Love everything we do. I love that they're right here in Wichita, Kansas, and they ship their products all over the country. And uh, from that part. Anyway, go to rent. Hey, uh, if you're looking for the summertime vacation, 12, 15 passenger van or an expedition or explore, need something to get on vacation, get in line a little early. Yes, that, his stands inventory over there normally have, we're down about a two-thirds of what he normally has over there. Uh, I've been trying to find some vehicles to put in there. I, put, I finally could put some orders in, in the fleet side, Josh, but... Uh, didn't happen. Yeah. Didn't make the cut. So is what it is. We just got to deal with that too. So get your, get yourself early in order. If you're looking for a rental car, uh, he's still got quite a few 12 and 15 passenger vans. And a lot of people like to take them 15s and take the back seat out and have extra cargo room and have some fun with that. So make sure you're getting early in line, uh, for a reservation. If you're getting ready for serve first for a summer vacation. Anyway, Jim, on a Santa conference, you know, Jim Petty does a lot of Santa stuff. He does oh, Santa he does. Any some racing activities. Well, okay, we'll see what's going on there. Morning, Delbert Alt. How you doing, buddy? Santa conference in Atlanta, Georgia, huh? Yeah, well, I guess it is what it is. How many Santas do you think are there? God, I figured they'd do that at the North Pole. It's a little chilly up there right now, uh -oh. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> the North Pole. Probably a little hard to get there right now, too. So uh, we had Jordan on hold there, and I don't know what happened there. I think we got disconnected in the transfer. So Jordan, if uh, if you're listening, give us a give us a shout back. Yeah, Jordan lives in Andover. I thought about calling him last night, but yeah. I'm sure he was tied up and doing what he can to help his neighbors or whatever and friends there at Andover. So just uh, kind of left Jordan alone last night. Kind of the thing. It's kind of like I was listening to the KFDI coming back from the races to keep updated on everything. And like they said, everybody stay out of Andover. Don't go try to people watch and look and see what happened. Yeah. Uh, give everybody, give the safety workers and all that time to work. So that's kind of why I left Jordan alone because I'm sure he was doing what he could to help everybody. 
uh, from that part. Elbert Art, I need a 12 passenger for a vacation in June. Hope they have one available. Gilbert, when we get off the show, I'll get Stan to call you and get a reservation set up for you. I stand here today. Yeah. Yep. Okay, you good. get to, you get to that time of year and, uh, you know, summer, we got churches, a lot of churches doing things and renting vans and boy scouts and girl scouts yep. and, uh, summer vacations. And it, it definitely becomes, uh, very busy, very quick for sure. But, uh, we'll get with Stan. That's one thing. Our, the van fleet is, uh, is still doing pretty good. Pretty healthy on that side. And you know, that's not something you're just able to able to go somewhere and, and rent a van either. So that those vans sometimes are hard to get, but we, we well, do have a good uh, good selection there. Well so. the situation with that is Ford has not built very many uh vans for the rental fleet for the last, you know, eighteen months or whatever. The uh and so the rental companies, what they have done since they're short on vans, they have st- I mean, Josh, I had a customer give me a quote the other day for four hundred dollars a day yeah it is it's crazy so i got this customer fixed up with a with a 15 passenger van for three to four days i can't remember how long it was and we have not raised our rates like that that's i i can't do that to anybody i feel sorry for those rental car companies because they don't have the vans i get it but then it's not trying to gouge somebody too uh let's go to the phones let's talk to jason jason you're on live with under the hood go ahead hey good morning guys thanks for taking my call Hey, I have a 2015 Ford F-150 F-54, and I noticed that when I start to come to a stop, I get a real bad shimmy, and I know the brakes have just been replaced here not too long ago. Could that be the rotors? I mean, would that need to be resurfaced, replaced, or how does that work? Yeah, very, very well could be. Uh, so if uh, if the pads were just replaced and we didn't resurface the rotors, it is pretty common to develop a, a brake shimmy after doing something like that. Uh, essentially, what you're doing is if there's a warp or wear in the in the surface of the rotor, uh, and you just throw a new flat pad on it, you know you're not getting the contact. You're not getting the percentage of contact that you were previously and so then you get hot spots when you're stopping and then the heat warps the rotor and then the warpage in the rotor is what gives you a pulsation uh from that side of things and so yeah it's uh i mean i always tell everybody you know if you're going to replace the pads you need to be resurfacing the rotors or replacing them uh, depending upon the the thickness of them so and now that you've if if that's what happened is they replaced the pads and and didn't do anything with the rotors uh you almost have to replace them both again in order to get that true contact uh, you know that's going to let that pad last the longest uh and and work the best for you is is to be able to do both those services at one time some of some of you guys do resurface rotors yeah yeah and then uh the other side you know jason we can uh, talk about that a little bit too but when you resurface a rotor there's a, a couple of different ways to do that they have uh you know bench lays which you actually remove the rotor from the car you um uh you know, chuck the rotor up onto a lathe. Uh, and then, so basically you're centering the, the rotor onto the, the armature of the lathe on a bench and then you turn it. Uh, and then we have what they call on-car lathes, which would actually uh, bolt up to the hub of the vehicle and we turn the rotor on the car uh, the benefit in doing it that way um, is any type of run out or uh, if the hub portion of it was untrue, you're getting a, uh, a, a basically it's a, it's truer or a, a tighter tolerance of air 
uh, when you machine them on the car than you do off the car. I got you. Well, my fear is I'm going to take it in and so we rotors need to be replaced when they really don't and can just be resurfaced. That's my fear. <laughs> yeah. So there is a, every rotor has a, what they call a minimum discard spec. Uh, the majority of times that discard spec is stamped into the, the rotor. Sometimes it's not, but then there's, you know, information through workshop manuals of what that is. And you definitely don't want to be go below the minimums because, you know, the thinner that material is the quicker it's going to build up heat and then you with heat you know you've got uh problems of one warping it but then two brake fade becomes a thing your brakes will overheat and stuff like that and and there's definitely a right. safety aspect to it when you uh, start machining that below uh, minimum thickness okay well i'll get it in there have you guys look at it then Perfect. As a part of your package, uh, you know, we'll do the multi-point inspection on that thing as well. And, and machining the rotors isn't that uh, uh, hard of a process, and we can do that for you as well. So, All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for taking my call. Jason, thanks for the phone call. All right. Mm -hmm. three, yeah. All right. 316-462-3673. Let's get the phones ringing. And, uh, you know, Josh, what I'd like to do as we move forward on this question that, that he had there is, uh, you know, machining those rotors and stuff, too, is I remember back in the my day of the, uh, God, what they call those bodies, the end bodies, I think it was. Got another caller. Yeah, you got, uh, you got Jordan. Jordan, you're on live with one of the under the hood. Go ahead. Hey, I just want to let you guys know, I appreciate both of you texting to check on me last night. Well, you know, how's, uh, how's things? I mean, considering I live two blocks from the Andover YMCA. Yeah. I had to ride me one out in the swine barn last night, buddy. It was bad. <laughs> did you, uh, did you receive any damage at your house? I got some damage. Yeah. I'm, I'm exaggerating. It's not too bad. Um, it was, uh, it cut a path just east of us. Yeah. So, like, my house has some shingles missing and some siding, you know, some minor stuff flipped over the basketball goal. But my neighbors, and luckily no one was hurt. There's only a few injuries. There's no fatalities. You know, it's all yeah. just cosmetic at this point. But my, it's so weird, the path. And I've lived out here 20 years. I've actually never seen a tornado until last night. And I never want to again. But yeah. uh, so my neighbors that's probably a block, uh, 150 yards or two football fields rather east of me is leveled. There's nothing left. Mm. So it's crazy to think, you know, my house has a few shingles missing and 150 yards to my east is gone. Yeah. It, uh, That's crazy. yeah, it was wild. It was, it was absolutely wild. So. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's that you but, had yeah. minor, I'm, I'm glad no fatalities and, and just some minor injuries and stuff too, Jordan, I guess that's the positive side to look at this thing. But, uh, uh, I haven't seen too many pictures and stuff too. I was listening to KFDI on the way home, listening to all that stuff going on last night. Kind of crazy. Yep. Yep. It was crazy. Like I said, I've lived here for 20 years now and I've never actually seen one of you guys famous Kansas tornadoes. And <laughs> once was enough. It, it scared me. It scared me worse than any race car I ever had. I can yeah. tell you that. <laughs> you know, Jordan, I was involved in a tornado in Topeka when I was up there and I just built a house up there and, and the tornado went through and, uh, I had to, I went to my house after it blew through and I had to park about a mile away because of the debris. I couldn't get to my house and I walked in and the house is up on a hill behind me. It was just like the tornado took the roofs off of them. And it was just right behind me. And the house just all yep. you had to the wall sticking up at my house. 
nothing happened other than I had a picnic table sitting on the patio and it picked it up and set it in the neighbor's back patio. Like it was his, like it was his picnic table, but didn't do anything else wow. to the other houses, but the houses one street behind us, the roofs were just completely gone. It was crazy. So these tornadoes, they are just yeah, crazy, I, crazy. Yeah. And my, my dad actually lives a mile, about a mile and a half straight south of me in the same line with my house. And his, his house receives quite a bit more damage than mine. But so obviously we're on the phone with him and we're worried about him and he's in his basement. So it hit him first. And then after he was okay and it went past his house and he did a, you know, a once over of himself and everything was good. Then he's, then he's in the truck heading our way behind the tornado. Cause now it's headed toward us. It was, yeah, it was terrifying for about 10 minutes, but, uh, we hunkered down in the basement and you know, they said, it sounds like a great train. It does. So yeah. we kind of heard the whooshing and the power went out and then it, then it went calm. And my wife and I went upstairs and looked out and you could see it just headed basically toward El Dorado on the other direction. So we were behind it now and, and you could see the path it left. It was, and we got some really good pictures of it. It was, uh, it was a once in a lifetime deal. I can tell you that it was crazy. So once it hit Andover and headed towards El Dorado, did it finally lift off and be done? Did it do any other hit any other towns or anything i didn't hear that part or anything yeah it it so the worst hit was like the where the andover ymca is right there off kellogg and and all the neighborhoods around that and then it went through like our neighborhood to the east of it and then it went through benton um which is where stearman fields at that's a pretty popular place and they've got some damage out there um and then it it I, it picked up before it got to, to 254 highway um, so it was basically between Kellogg and 254 right here in Western Butler County was essentially the path. Yeah. Well, like I said, Jordan, sorry for everybody that lost their homes and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, like I said, the positive thing is no really fatalities and just some minor injuries. I, the thing I heard of burst was a broken leg and I'm sure that's not the only injuries that's happened out there, but I guess you got to look at the positive side of some of that, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They said, they said, uh, you know, that was the first thing we started, you know, checking out all our friends, checking on our neighbors and, of the entire town, they've announced that they, you know, no one's missing. Everyone's accounted for. They got a broken leg and a few, you know, bumps and bruises, minor stuff. Um, no one has any power, but again, other than it's just, it's just cosmetic and an inconvenience. But uh, the most important thing is everyone is alive. Um, yeah. We'll get it cleaned up. <laughs> so. Yeah, I agree with you hundred percent, Jordan. So just glad everybody's safe. I guess that's the best part to say about it. And it's going to be a little while to get rebuilt and get things taken care of. And, uh, uh, from that part it looks like the is it the Y probably has got the a lot of damage too, right? The Y, and then yeah, my kids' elementary school, Prairie Creek Elementary, which is right behind the YMCA. I mean, they're literally one road separates them. It's uh, it's completely destroyed too. So I'm anxious to see what. I don't know if they'll bust those kids to the other elementaries or if we're going to have to go online like it's COVID again or yeah, what? But uh, so we'll. We'll have to wait till um, I'm assuming Monday or Tuesday till they announce that. But uh, um, but yeah, the the very hardest hit building, in my opinion, from driving around all morning, is the Andover YMCA. There's literally cars inside of it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Vehicles. A couple of pictures. So of did that, anybody so. get hurt in the YMCA? I wonder. Of course, I'm sure they got a good tornado. Nope. That's good. I'm sure they got a they good tornado. They said everyone in the YMCA was. Yep. They said everyone in the YMCA was accounted for and no injuries, but you know, I mean, everyone at the Y is in shape, you know, like they probably got out of the way. I would have been. <laughs> they could outrun it, right? <laughs> <They're fast. laughs> I would, 
if I was up there on the treadmill, I would have been the first one blown out the window. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those cats are in shape. They were probably they probably just kept playing basketball and dodged the cars that were sliding past them. <laughs> like the Matrix. Yeah, like the Matrix, yeah. My largeness up there, I would have been toast. So <laughs> you'd have been through the basketball goal, right? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have made it, man. Like I said, yeah, I'm I hope there was no one out there that was, you know, just starting their New Year's resolution or something, because then there would have been a then there would have been an injury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would have been an injury. Yeah, well, I guess that's the best part. Sorry for all the damage. Sorry for that happened to everybody that's lost their homes and everything else, too. Uh, just thankful that everybody's not seriously injured and just some minor injuries and everybody's alive and everybody's accounted for and all that good stuff. And now it's time to rebuild. And uh, uh, the big yep. city of Andover will recover. There's a lot of great people and a lot of good yep. things happen in Andover. So it will happen. It will recover and everything else, too. And then uh, James Furman said that touchdown in Roselia. Where is Roselia? I kept hearing that on the radio, too, on the way home last night. I think he's just mispronouncing Rose Hill. You think so? I don't know. It was a joke. I don't oh. know. I don't know. <laughs> You're something else, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where Roselia is at. I think he made it up. I think it's like just making well, one of these. I kept talking about it on the radio, and even Furman said it touched down in Roselia. So I don't know where that's at or whatever. But uh, huh? guess we can look it up yeah, on we'll the map. Yeah, we'll have to look it up and see. So. Sounds like a tortilla brand, Roselia. <laughs> I think I've seen that on the shelf. I think you, uh, you probably had a few of them too, haven't you? Couple times, couple, couple of yeah. times, couple of times. So well, anyway, buddy. And you know, whenever, uh, yeah, you know, whenever you guys get those insurance checks for those cars that got destroyed, head on out to the big corner. Yeah, exactly. Sure, they'll get you fixed up. Fix you up in a brand new ride. We got you some. We have some inventory and stuff too to help you with that. Not many new, but we do have a good selection of used and stuff too to help you. So if we can help you, anybody with that, we'd love to help you and make you a good deal. And, and everything else too. So anyway, Roselia sure is Roselia is just down the road on fifty four east on fifty four is what Mister James Furman says of El Dorado east of El Dorado east on fifty yeah. east of El Dorado. Oh wow! So it's it's way so it must have picked up and dropped back down then. Yeah, it must have because if it's east of El Dorado, that's a good forty five minutes from where we're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it must have. I kept seeing the guy on the channel twelve was talking about that. How was another hook coming and all that stuff? And Roselia State get covered and everything. Kept saying that all the way uh, for about thirty minutes. He kept talking about that while I was listening on the way home from Salina last night. So, okay, well, Jordan, once again, thank you all for uh, the updates and uh, glad you're safe. Glad you're okay. And uh, let's get this town on never rebuilt and make things happen. All right, guys. You guys have a great weekend. Hey, you, you too, buddy. Thanks. All right, 316-462-3673. Let's get some phones ringing. We've got another caller coming up, Josh. Yeah, we're getting them passed through now. So. All right, get them passed through. Anyway, Greg Murray talked about we got a lot of things happening here at MH Ford Racing today. We kind of wanted to get, highlight the Andover thing a little bit first, too. But Norwich Car Show, if you need something to have some fun with, uh, Melhound Ford Racing is out there today. Nick's got the uh, yellow Mustang out there for some drag stuff. So you want to hit that real quick. Also, Kansas Star Arena, uh, the Mustang Club's out there. We've got our gray, I shouldn't say, black chrome uh, drag car is out there at Kansas Star Arena. And uh, let's go to the phones. Evan, you're live with Under the Hood. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Um, I just had a question. I ordered a 22 Maverick hybrid back at the end of the order window in November. And I'm really not sure if it's going to be around by August when they cut off the date for 22 production. 
I was just wondering about reordering the 23, um, what the price lock is going to be, just kind of stuff like that. You know, Evan, I, I agree with you 100%. And, uh, you know, they closed that order back a while back on the Maverick. Um, right. You know, keep the, I'm going to get a piece of paper off my desk I got from a rep yesterday. I can maybe give you some more insight on the Maverick. Hang on just a second. Sure. So what uh, what trim level of Maverick did you order, Evan? Um, we just went with the basic. We went with the XL. Um, just a couple options. We got the Copilot 360 and the trailer hitch, and that's pretty much it. So. Were you able to uh, uh, take advantage of the one we had here, uh, our courtesy transportation unit, and be able to drive that thing uh, before you ordered it? Or um, Not before I ordered it. I actually um, talked to my rep after I saw you guys uh, – spoke about on the show a couple weeks ago. I talked to my salesman and I was able to come in, excuse me. I was able to come in and, and drive it. Up. And I really liked it. Oh, I think but it made you, me more anxious to get yeah, by. Oh, I'm sure. I think you come up and drove that, uh, that, uh, what hot red pepper or red, uh, what the heck's the name of it? Was it that, uh, kind of fire? Yeah. There you go. Uh, back in, back in October. And then, Got my order, and right as they're about to cut them off. So, yeah. anyway, uh, Evan, they're going to build them. Uh, the the thing I just right. got again. This can this is subject to change too because of supply and demand of parts and chips, of course. Mm -hmm. But we're gonna they're gonna build them all the way through October. Okay. Right. So, the order bank for the twenty three is probably going to open somewhere in October. Guessing, again, okay. complete guess. Right. Um, and so if it doesn't get built, um, which I'm going to tell you from you, what I'm seeing with the, all the other orders I have in the bank and what's getting pulled and everything else too, uh, I think you'll get a 22. Okay. Uh, okay. from what I see, but just say, let's say you don't, uh, the order bank will open right. up in October. It'll convert the order to a 23 and yes, you're going to be price locked, uh, because you ordered into a 22. <laughs> Uh, from that part. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about that part either. Uh, now, the one thing I will say is I don't know of any changes for 23, but then that could be a good thing yeah. too. If they do see some updates or anything, extra options or something like that, or different things it could be possible. You could upgrade your order right. a little bit, something to get something different too. I don't know that, but I, I'm just saying that that has happened sure. on the Bronco uh, so far and the Bronco sport uh, from that standpoint too. Right. But this is the latest and greatest stuff is they they're going to build them all the way through October. So I would say the order bank will open for the 23s in October uh, and then start right. building the 23s from that standpoint, from that part. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, we've got a ton of Mavericks in the system. We've got them coming in right and left uh, uh, right. from that part. So, But you ordered yours in November, you said? Yeah, it was like the first week in November, like the first or second, I want to say. Yeah, because right now we're pulling so right orders there. that were ordered in October is what's kind of getting pulled. Oh, wow. Okay. So see, that's why I say, I don't think you're going to have a problem. Uh, but then again, okay. this production line could stop because of chip shortage as we're still fighting right? or parts. Now we're having a few plants getting shut right. down now because of can't get parts uh, from that standpoint. Yeah. Too. I know so, with the co-pilot, I know that they were holding off on that too. So it sounded like you had a pretty, uh, uh, pretty basic unit or whatever from that side of it. So I think right. that would help yeah. for sure. Yeah, I sure hope so. I sure yes. hope to see it. <laughs> yeah, so keep your fingers crossed, Evan, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. tell you you're gonna be okay. Just gonna take a little bit to get there uh, from that part. So yeah, sorry about patience. all. Yeah, patience. I know. I know it's hard to 
have that patience when you want one. I get it. Come down and drive the red hot yeah. pepper one again yeah, and, and stuff too. And uh, so yeah, kind of yeah, cool. be happy to come in and try it out. Come out and drive it again. You know, the other day uh, I took it and took it to lunch and drove it down Kellogg and came back. And when I pulled into the store, Evan, I had 42.1 miles to the gallon. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you something yep. else that's kind of funny is my son took it to his house and he lives in Mays. And now granted he tried his heart out to get that thing as best mileage as he could get going there and back. Right. Came back at 71 miles to the gallon. Yeah. <laughs> how about that? Sounds great. <laughs> now, granted, I'm excited he, about it. I don't know how fast he was going or whatever, yeah. but he kept it going. Right. He kept the foot where it needed to be and braked real early and, you know, let the regeneration, you know, come up and, and uh, go and everything else too. So, uh, but yeah, 70 miles gallon. But I, I drove normal, just like I would normally drove. Uh, when I was going down Kellogg, I set the cruise at 65. I, I know that's five mile an hour over the speed limit. It's usually not, I use you higher than that, to be honest with yeah. you. But 65 and uh, yeah. rolled in uh, and rolled back into the dealership. And I pulled it in up under the new car tower here. It was 42.1 miles a gallon. That was right out of the gate. The car had like 10 miles on. I was one of the first ones to kind of drive it. Wow. So that's even cool to see it coming out of the gate getting that way yeah. usually the, the, the uh right. internal combustion engines need to get a little break in or whatever but that's right out of the gate right from that part so uh, oh, it's got me excited i just uh yeah i get it yeah you get anxious like yeah, i said i get it it's it's so fun so come back down and cool your jets a little bit and come down and drive that maverick it's setting out here today It'd be fun for you to take it for a little while and have some fun with it okay for sure yeah i'd be happy to all right guys well thank you evan thanks for the call buddy no problem. Have a nice one. You bet. All right, 316-462-3673. Hey, let's keep the phones ringing. Love to hear from you and give away this great price package by over 130 bucks. Yes, James Fermi, need to come down. You can come down and take it for a spin, too, see what kind of miles you can get out of it. So, anyway, back to the Norwich Car Show. Uh, Nick Roberts is out there with the uh, Melham Ford Racing, and we've got the uh, yellow drag car out there. I know they're going to have – I don't know how long a drag strip they've got. Maybe we can get uh, – uh, Nick on the phone here. I can't remember how far they're dragging there in Norwich. Uh, from that part, uh, but maybe I'm gonna text Nick here and see if he can get us get on the phone with us here and talk about what's going on in Norwich. That would be good to see. Or if someone's listening, knows what's going on at Norwich. Uh, Greg uh, Murray, if you want to call in and talk about it, if you know what's going on out there at there, we'd be great to hear from you too. Looks like 150 foot. Looks like Nick's uh, Nick's on with you. He's on. He's okay. on. 150 He's on foot it. drag in Norwich and. Uh, Nick, you better have that yellow card dot in. If you don't bring that trophy home, <clears throat> I'm not sure you need to come back to work, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So we'll see what the old drag car can do and uh, see if we can uh, bring home the trophy in Norwich. 150-foot <laughs> drag. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, 150-foot drag in Norwich. I, I, I wish I could go, but. I think I'm headed to Hayes, Josh. I think the Hayes is going to actually race today. Uh, so we're going to head to Hayes to go dirt. Or I, I would be in Norwich or I'd be at the Kansas star arena. That's another car show going on. Yeah. The Mustang club Marauders is out there in our dark, uh, black, God dang black Chrome Mustang is on display there. If you want to go check it out there too, uh, from that part standpoint. So Norwich car show and got a lot going on. We got there, Josh. Uh, Yeah. So Wichita North is doing their, uh, it's their first annual, uh, car show up there. And so this is going to be in the North high parking lot. 
and that's today from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, we sent some door prizes and a couple of other things up there, but uh, all the proceeds go to support the students in the Skills USA uh, competition, which used to be the, well, I think they used to call it the Vika Skills uh, USA competition so be a great cause for that and it looks like it's going to be a beautiful day to get out and uh, take a look at some cars too so and that's going on again to, uh, 10 a.m to 4 p.m up there at uh, the wichita north and that's at uh up on north rochester is where that's at very cool very cool so uh oh rex jigger old lead foot nightingale yeah you got it hey you know rex wouldn't remember i ran into an old uh wendell mcconnell we were at the votech school together in Salina. He was at the racetrack last night. Uh, caught up with Wendell at our race open house. And again, he's got a buddy of his racing there in Salina too. So Rex brings back a lot of memories and everything else too. Anyway, Dan Wicks on your new F-150, buddy. I checked on it. Dan, I bet I have at least 50 F-150s sitting on a train in Dearborn that that train will not move. Uh, I don't know if we're missing engineers to drive that train or if they're waiting on that train to get full before they're going to move that train. Uh, I told you the other day when I was headed to Dodge City and I was telling Jake there was the longest train I'd ever seen. So I don't know if they're waiting for these trains to get so long before they pull them out to make them be efficient and what. But this train had two engines in the front, two in the middle, and two in the back, and it's the longest train I've ever seen. So I don't know if that's what's happened in Dearborn. I can't get anybody to answer me at Ford to tell me why these trucks are not moving and why they're not coming out of Dearborn. But I bet I have at least 50 F-150 setting there. Uh, they keep saying it's a ramp in Dearborn, ramp 59. And uh, driving me crazy with that, Dan. I'm, I, and one of them is yours. One of them is your truck, Dan. So it's just crazy that we can't get these things here. And all of a sudden, we're going to have a rush of F-150s. And uh, I hate to tell you, all 50 of them are sold. That's the other thing. They're all done. All customers are all waiting on them and stuff, too. So sorry about that, Dan. But uh, I'll try to keep you posted. And hope that thing gets here quick. I know you want us to have your new truck. Because trust me, I want you to have it, too. Be nice uh, if they just let us come get them, I guess. But you know, I don't know. Trust but, me, I begged and I've even tried to go to Kansas City. You remember how yeah, far I was getting my yeah. GT five hundred that one time, but try to go to Kansas City and get some too. And oh, there's just driving me crazy. I'm sure that's a logistical nightmare on that side of things, you know, not knowing and uh knowing when things are coming or going or uh whatever from that side. So Yep. Yep, exactly. So Anyway, 316-462-3673. Hey, let's get the phones ringing. Love to hear from you. Anything ailing your car, tires, brakes, batteries, anything in the automobile world, MH Ford Racing, and everything else from that part, too. So let's get the phones ringing. 316-462-3673. Okay, Josh, uh, you know, tomorrow's May. It is absolutely believable, unbelievable that we're uh, this far into the end of the year already, you know. Um, Pretty crazy. Won't be long, and uh, summer break will be here for school will be out, stuff like that. Uh, People will be going on vacation. Before we know, we're going to be bitching about being cold. Uh, <laughs> it's just amazing how, how quick that happens for sure. But, yep. yeah, summer is, uh, summer is right around the corner for sure. Anyway, we had the one caller earlier. We have a lot of things going on, and that's why we haven't got to get back on that first caller yep. with uh, – uh, Jason, I think was his mm -hmm. name, talking yep, about brakes. brakes. I remember back in my day working on the, uh, uh, I think it was, they called it the end body. We had a terrible, terrible brake pulsation with those cars. Could never get that brake pulsation taken care of. And finally, we figured out it was the hubs that were messing up with it because the hub was out of, rent, uh, out of tolerance, out of parallel. So if it's out, say, 10,000 on the hub, by the time I got out to the road, you're out 30,000 and everything else. We actually had us, they had us putting dial indicators on those hubs and putting shims back here to offset the, the difference. Uh, to straighten them out. To straighten them out. 
and that was really before now what we have the on-car lathe and josh i think we ought to talk about that a little bit how great that on-car lathe does uh and it compensates for the hub being out of parallel and turns that rotor uh you know year, years ago when back when my early days of wrenching on cars the only reason we had an on-car lathe there was a few models out there that it was a nightmare to get the rotor off the car so we some of the manufacturers came up with an on-car lathe to turn that rotor very very few cars and when they were doing that though they weren't there was no compensation no, or anything no. like that it was literally just uh they were just turning it you know uh from the hub side of things yeah um, on those older older on-car lays for sure yeah exactly so josh let's go through and tell you know you know the rotor is you know you got front and rear of course now most cars have front and rear rotors we still have a few cars running around rear drum brakes uh, from that part, but, uh, this Hunter machines that we have are, I'm going to tell is the state of the art. And it's the only way I, I, we turn rotors now on these cars today because of these hubs can be out of, out of parallel a little bit. And even, even two or three thousandths of an inch can make a difference. And really what you're doing is, uh, you're, uh, just giving it the, the most chance of success for survival for the longest amount of time. You know, if you just go through and replace uh, replace brake pads and you don't machine your rotors or, or replace the rotors, uh, that pad's going to wear quicker. You're also not going to get the amount of stopping performance that you otherwise would if you'd replace both components. So right. we've got a caller on the line. We'll go, uh, go to the phones. Let's talk to Nathan. Nathan, you're on live with Under the Hood. Go ahead. 2016 Ford Escape with the little EcoBoost in it. Um, new tires, new shocks or struts, uh, new brakes, and we're starting, we're experiencing periodically a feeling of when we drive it that it's hydroplaning. It seems to be moving back and forth on crosswinds. Uh, got an idea, Josh? Um, so there's a, a but you only feel it if if you get a lot of wind or crosswind not only but it's only periodic we cannot make it it you slow down and it like feels like the rubber catches again and speed back up and it does fine and the purpose of but yeah it's the purpose of replacing like the tires and the uh, uh, struts was to uh, address this issue they were worn out Okay. No, no, no. They were just, it was time, 140,000 miles. So a couple of things that I would wonder, uh, one, if there's a, a belt and a tire that maybe is causing it to, to do this. Uh, the second thing is the alignment. What's the alignment specifications look like on it? Uh, man, alignments can make a vehicle really feel, uh, feel weird and act different. Uh, you can get a lot of, you know, pulls uh, when braking or, or uh, other vehicle performance uh, so those two would be uh, definitely two things that i would be uh, wondering about the best way to to check the tires would be to balance them uh, under a load uh, and so we have uh, road force machines that actually put the weight of the vehicle uh, on the tire as it's being balanced and so it would look for any uh, defects in the sidewall of the tire um, that would be one thing that I would uh, want to check. And then, like I said, the other thing would be the alignment. So those two things kind of right off the bat. And then from there, uh, you know, would just be a look at the, the 
steering and suspension on the vehicle and see if there's not uh, another loose component or something going on funny or weird there. So I don't know if you got anything else to to add to that or not. But not, no, I think you kind well, of nailed it on the head, Josh. You guys had it looked at at 500 miles when it was in on the last oil change, uh, and the alignment was near perfect. So yeah. Okay, so through the through the drive machine, the alignment checked out okay on it. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So I wonder if there's not something going on with uh, again with with the tires, or if there wasn't a, a suspension component that was uh, you know potentially loose or causing causing an issue uh, from that side of things too. So um, the other other side of that is uh, what year did you say that was? Sixteen. 16 so it's going to have an electric 2016 yeah so it's going to have an electric steering uh on that and there are parameters to uh uh on that steering uh setup as far as uh you know recalibrations and and things like that and so i wonder if there's not something going on in the electronic steering of it as well so what we'll do uh we're going to throw a diagnostic onto your package uh we'll take a look at that thing at no charge to you uh, figure out, uh, you know, just kind of exactly what's going on with it. That's uh, one thing you, you want to stop before you can go. And then the next thing you want to be able to steer. <laughs> and then after that, then you worry about uh, uh, driving, you know, uh, or the car propelling itself. So definitely steering is is very huge on the, on the safety list and the safety factor and want to make sure that that is working like it needs to be. And you don't have any un, uneasy feelings driving that thing down the road. So well, that's very interesting, yeah, because feeling like you're hydroplaning at 70 miles an hour going down the interstate is no fun. Yeah, yeah. So, Nathan, we'll get a diagnostic added onto your package and take a look at that, that thing at no charge to you and figure out uh, exactly what's going on with it for you, okay? Uh, will that be like an extra hour on top of a quick lane to check that out? Yeah, so it would, I mean, it's going to take some additional time uh, to, to take a look at that thing and see see exactly what's going on with it and have a technician uh, go drive it and feel what you're feeling for sure. Maybe one okay. of those things, too, when you uh, when you come up here, plan on uh, adding a little bit of time to, to your uh, initial check-in with us, and we'll go for a spin with you just to make sure that, you know, we're feeling, the, feeling what you're feeling, and uh, if you're saying that it's intermittent, we want to make sure that, you know, uh, that we're able to experience what you're after for sure. Okay. All right. Well, I won't guarantee we'll be able to recreate it at that moment because it, like I said, it's intermittent, but maybe on the flyover we can get it done. There you go. We'll uh, we'll take a look at it and see exactly what's going on with for you. Okay. Thank you. Perfect. Thanks for the call, Nathan. All right, three three one six four six two three six seven three. Let's get the phones ringing. We got about another few minutes left on the show. Take a few more calls and help you answer your questions and stuff too. And Josh, I'm going to tell you, honestly, I've been answering texts, watching the chat board. I don't know what that guy, what his problem was. <laughs> <laughs> I missed every bit yeah. of it. You asked me, hey, what's your opinion? Oh, hey, you think, yeah. you got, think you got covered there, Josh? <laughs> got a lot. To, there's a lot going on. Uh, Rex Trigger, he's being pretty funny again so, today, Rex. <laughs> just I like think a, I was in grammar school when you were in both tech school, Phil, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to say I'm old something there, Rex? Is that what you're trying to say? 
just like uh, this morning running around here, you know, I, I couldn't get the, the screen behind us. I couldn't get it full screen for whatever reason. And then the phone, I did an update to it last week and uh, forgot to plug it in. So I run it over and stuck yeah. it on a charger real quick and got it up and going. And so got enough left in it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're good. I think uh, we're going to make, make it for gonna sure. It. So <laughs> it's just, uh, it's always adjusting on the fly and making things happen. That's the, <laughs> that's what we do for sure. So there's always, uh, always, if there's not, 10 irons in the fire you know you're nervous oh boy <laughs> from that yeah, side that's exactly things, right so. so anyway 316-462-3673 love to hear from you anything on your car tires brakes batteries anything in the new world new market uh whatever we'd love to hear from you answer your questions and get some conversation going and give you that great price package you buy it over 130 bucks so How about a lightning what's uh yeah let's talk about lightning uh our first one is our pro which is the base model uh it is in production I'm going to tell you, we're going to see it in about two to three weeks here. That is our demo unit. We cannot sell it. Um, so excited to get that here, get going. Uh, it's going to be fun to have that truck here. Uh, so you want to come out and take a test drive in it too. Our first other one is getting built in May. And then two more are getting built in June uh, is kind of where we're at on that standpoint. And then we got to go into the next phase of the reordering and, and see who the next lucky winners are going to be to get their lightning built. From that standpoint so uh don't know any truth to it they were sure going to build eighty thousand. now they say they're going to build one hundred and fifty thousand. but i don't know i hope they can get the parts and the batteries and everything else to yep. build that many trucks uh from that part so good exciting to be have that lightning here take it for a spin see how powerful it really is granted it's a pro it's a base model it's not the extended range battery so it's not the high output uh, but it's still going to be pretty cool to see how that truck is and everything else too uh from that part you know being uh in this industry and it's still today uh uh, as much as we've already been around the EV vehicles and, and have them, you know, uh, around the dealership and stuff like that, it's still, you get in something, uh, this, we've got a transit van that we were, uh, using the e-transit and, uh, the other day I, we had an event down at the warehouse. And so I was picking up tables and chairs and stuff with it and taking them down there and, and you, you know, you get in the vehicle and you hit the start button and you just, you wait for the motor to start, start. start, you know, and it doesn't start and it just throws you for a loop every time. And so it's, uh, uh, it's definitely interesting and, and looking that vehicle over, I mean, you pop the hood on it and you're thinking, I mean, there's just nothing there. It's, uh, <laughs> does it's, it have a funk too? I haven't looked yeah, at it yet. So it does not have a frunk, but it's got, uh, I mean, it's got some of the electric motor components and the cooling system and it's all kind of open and exposed, but I mean, it's taken up about a quarter of the space when you open that hood that, that, you know, a typical transit is. Uh, and then the other thing that I thought was unique on that one, you know, where Ford's moving, well, not Ford, all manufacturers are moving to the one, two, three, four YF refrigerant. And for whatever reason, that one has still has a one thirty four a. So I was doing a little bit of research on that. Just just more curiosity than anything and i think it's just because they haven't uh switched the transit uh line over to that one two three four yf refrigerant yet okay. but i would have thought with a you know a revamp in that uh in that whole powertrain that they would have maybe done it at that point but uh, i think it's just because uh, the transits are still using that older refrigerant so uh, but it's uh you know you pop that hood and look under there and it's like <laughs> i haven't done that part yet How's it I, work? I got in the driver's seat to see you know tell paul what to do with it and everything else too so i would really you know, last night when i was putting the uh, race trailer and the golf cart back away you know they're set there plugged in and everything and yeah i'm gonna be honest with you i couldn't my cord wouldn't reach for the uh to plug the golf cart in so instead of having to walk all the way back to my trailer to get a cord you know what i did yeah unplugged it no oh 
No, I couldn't really. Oh, you plugged it into the van. Well, I kept looking for the. I, I know there's got to be one somewhere. Yeah, there's one in the back. Is it in the back? Yeah. There's so one I was going to think about plugging it into the transit. Yeah. But I didn't. I went and got. Finally, gave up and went and got an extension cord. So there's one in the in the back in the cargo area, but there's also one. You got the drivers and passenger seats, and it's on the passenger seat on the side of it. Oh, I didn't look there. Is because I was going to. I was going to open that door and I was going to plug that golf cart in and let it plug because it's plugged in the wall, so yeah. I thought everything would work and charge my golf cart back up. Stick it in right there. But I didn't. And then uh, the other thing that was different about it, uh, so I we'd bought some new tables and chairs and I had all the cardboard boxes while I went back here by the dumpster and uh, parked it or, you know, unloaded those cardboard boxes in the dumpster. Well, it's kind of on an incline. And uh, when I, I mean, I shut it off when I got out and then got back in it and the parking brake was on, but then I got to thinking about that, you know, there's no parking pole in that thing. So they're using, it has, a, to, automatic, yeah, it has yeah. to put on the parking brake every time. And because it was on that incline, you oh. know, it automatically set it. And I was, I was like, well, that's just, you know, I mean, that, yeah. that there's new ways of doing everything. And they, I don't know, you're kind of reinventing the wheel in, in some cases on all that stuff. But <laughs> yeah, some crazy technology you don't think about until that. Until you have to do that. All right. James Furman's got a funny story. He says, there's a random thought. When I used to wash cars at another dealership, customer's elderly mother came in to pick up the Nissan GTR. Five minutes later, she called in the shop asking, what did they do to it? She got pulled over for doing 150 mile an hour down Kellogg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that never happened to me. Uh-uh. Nope. I don't know. I have uh, seen people before, you know, say, well, my speeding or my speedometer is off and, you know, want to want a repair order for that. And, uh, you know, uh, I can't tell you how many times that's happened. That's not going to work. <laughs> no, you're not getting me. You're not getting me in trouble with the law. You're, you're fraudulent, the, fraudulent yeah. RO or something like that. Yeah, nah. You're not the first person <laughs> yeah, to try gonna, that. I assure you. Of that, I think it bring so. up funny thoughts was uh, this was back when I was in Topeka. And uh, back then, the salespeople got demos. Mm -hmm. and this new salesperson got his demo. And the next thing I know, here comes the new car manager and that, and then that kid. And, and uh, they're mad because I think he put like 700 miles on it in two days. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so the new car manager is upset and angry. And so the kid said, Oh, the odometer, it's just gotta be wrong. It's not right. And everything <laughs> else like that. So they were coming to me to say, Hey, can you check this? I said, Oh yeah, no problem. I can check it. It's easy to do. About that time. I said, you don't need to. <laughs> he thought he was going to pull a fast one there, but no, nice try there, buddy. It, it, it works perfectly fine. Yeah. It's accurate. Too. <laughs> so, Hey, anyway, just a few minutes left. Any more questions, comments, anything at all in the new automobile world, anything happening? We'd love to hear from you. 316-462-3673. So got the car show in Norwich. 150 foot drags. That'd be very interesting oh, uh, to see how that. Trust me, I'd love to go work today so too. That sounds to me like a burnout competition more than anything. Is what that sounds like. I don't know. Yeah, you, you got to be ready for that 150 foot. You got to be ready. That's exactly right. And you know, that's the next thing is too is you really don't want um too much power. Yeah, you want to yeah, be able to. You, you, you want, want traction, traction to just to fuck you know just to launch yourself for that 150 feet. You have big, some big old blower car or something with a high power. It ain't going to work. Yeah. not going to work. You know, you got to go. So, yeah. So, it's going to be. Because, you know, that's not a prep deal out there either. It's just a oh, street. Oh, yeah. I think they're just doing it on the main street. Yeah, main street on, right there. On is what main I drag right so, there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, if you're looking for something to do, head out to uh, Norwich. Norwich. 
and check out the everything going on out there. Also, go to Kansas Star Arena. The Marauders is having a great car show there. And then also Wichita North. Yeah, Wichita North uh, is doing their first annual uh, car show out there. Uh, and, again, and that's from 10 to 4 and uh, just in the in the North High parking lot there. And all the per- proceeds will go to support the, the Skills USA, uh, which is very cool. So we had the opportunity to send a Tim up to judge that. They have that this week up in uh, Hutchison. Yep. Um, and so he said that was uh, definitely very interesting. They had about uh, uh, maybe not quite 40 students go through that competition. So it's uh, it's good exposure, good experience for him for sure. Uh, being under that, you know, you go through the automotive side of things or a lot of the automotive classes and they're a lot about teaching you uh, you know, how to do things and, and the proper procedure and process, but you're never really under the gun as far as, uh, you know, being timed and you get to an event like that and the, the clock, uh, gets, gets to you and it's a completely different, uh, completely different situation at that point. Well, I remember doing it. Was, is this Vicka again? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing I did in, in, uh, when I was in Votech school, I did it my senior, my second year, senior year at, uh, in Salina when we did it here in Wichita. Uh, one of the high schools, I can't remember which high school we're even at, to be honest with you, but uh, yeah. you're right, get under the gun. And I, I missed it because I got flustered uh, putting an alternator putting an alternator back together. They had it apart and you had to put it together. You got a caller? Yeah, we do. We got uh, Greg on the line. Greg, you're on live with Under the Hood. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. I'm morning. calling from Norwich, Kansas. Um, awesome. <laughs> right. Um, no naps to be had here in Norwich because they're going to be racing all afternoon. Um, I don't know. I've lived out here for about 10 years. Whatever, it's a good time. Car show, races. They're even doing a kid's bicycle drag race. Oh, kids, very cool. I, that's pretty cool. Josh, you didn't hear that? Um, do I have to pedal? Can I, can I get an electric? <laughs> can I get an electric bike by any chance? <laughs> Yeah, just a little electric one. You jump right, on well, there and go. I tell you what, my little five-year-old's excited. I don't know if he's going to win anything, but he's excited. Well, very good. Very good. Well, yeah, that will be fun. I would love to watch that, too. That'd be and fun it, to watch those kids go and see what they can do with it. That's for sure. And they just do that right there on Main Street, right? Right on Main Street. They got concrete barriers up. Yeah. They got all the safety stuff up, but still. Yeah. 150 foot, it's just not who hooked up. Yeah, I've got to be hooked up and everything else too. I I used to do some bicycle races back in my day. I had a two speed Schwinn. Okay, so I'd get going, and you'd, you'd kick it back, you know, and go again, so I could get going real good and kick it back. And I tell you, one time we were racing that bicycle, and this kid showed up in one of those big old mammoth, big old old things, tires and everything else. I thought I got this guy whipped. Well, I, was, I was cruising along, and all of a sudden, boy, he went flying by me. Well, how the heck did that happen? <laughs> but, so yeah, it would be fun to watch those kids go. I hope they got some good prizes and stuff for them, uh, and everything else too for those kids and stuff too. So good time in Norwich, everybody. Head out to Norwich, head out to the car show, the drags, the kids' bike show, and bike drags. Uh, a lot of fun stuff happening out there, I'm sure, at Norwich. I, I've been able, I've never been able to hit that car show. I've always got something else going yeah. on with the, with the dirt car or something like that, and that's the same thing that's happened today. We're headed to Hayes, but uh, uh, I'm sure you guys will have a great time in Norwich. Everybody needs something to hang out and do today, head out to Norwich and have some fun at their car show. No doubt. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, thanks for calling. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. Anyway, also, uh, Kansas Star Arena. Yep. Zach Kilgore, our parts manager, is out there with the van and some great stuff to look at and everything else, too. And our 
our uh, 21 Mustang is on display right in the front entryway as you get in there. So uh, all kinds of stuff. And then Wichita North, another mm-hmm. fun thing town there too. So anyways, for the callers coming, Josh, at that Bicca contest, I got flustered and I couldn't get the brushes stuffed back in that alternator and get that pin through that thing and jacked me up. And I ended up finishing fourth in the, in the actual mechanical side of it. I did take first in the written test though. So anyway, it was a fun time. Because but you're you right. took that English class or whatever he said. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a it was fun to do that competition uh, and that sort of thing. And then as when I was in Topeka, we had up there, we had the, kind of the same kind of. It's called something different up there that I actually gave cars to too to do that. But I was involved that time at putting bugs in the car oh, for yeah. them to find mm-hmm. the bug, uh, what we was going to do to fix it and everything else too. But. Uh, uh, the bug I put in it was I took a piece of paper and put it on the mass airflow sensor. That's oh, what yep. I did to try yep. to see if they could find it. And I don't remember how many groups come through, but one only one group found it from that part. So it was it was always fun to do those kind of tests and everything else too. So uh, from that part. So anyway, you know what, Josh? We're about out of time. This uh, yeah, this hour flew by for sure. It does every week, doesn't it? So anyway, so glad we don't have to have that timed in an exact hour every every week and everything else too. Hey everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We're going to be back next Saturday live with you again. Uh, we're going to be here, Josh. Getting excited. I was trying to think. Yeah, I don't. Who man, knows? Yeah, let's change. get through today and tomorrow. And go Saturday morning and <laughs> Saturday morning at eight fifty five. It could change, right? Very much so. Yeah. So hey everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Appreciate the calls. Appreciate the comments. Everybody have a great Saturday. Everybody be safe out there, and we'll talk to you next Saturday.